Hello and welcome to our daily devotional podcast. Today will be the last session of our study of the Gospel of Matthew. After that, we'll take a break. But what a good ending this will be. We just celebrated Easter where we remembered again how Jesus, though tortured and mocked, rose from the dead. Today, after we have celebrated Easter, we look then at the last bit of the Gospel of Matthew and what Jesus does. So let's turn to Matthew chapter 28, verses 57 to 66. Matthew 28, verse 57 to 66. And let us pray. Father, we praise you because you are far more powerful than anything, anyone we have ever known. That though you allowed your son to die cruel death for us, you raised him with power and you tell us that you will also raise us in power. So Lord, today as we meditate on the last part of the Gospel of Matthew, speak to us. But speak to us not only of today's truth, but over the past three months that we have learned what Jesus taught and learned what Jesus did. That Lord, you, your Holy Spirit will bring to our minds the things that we have learned. That you will remind us of the many things that you have taught us. And that we will begin to see the power and the reason behind all that was taught. And that we may begin to live that way. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Matthew 28, verse 57 to 66. Oh, sorry. Got it wrong. Matthew 28, verse 16 to 20. Matthew 28, verse 16 to 20. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I'd like to point out three things for us to reflect. The first is in verse 18 when Jesus says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. If we were to paraphrase this statement, what would it be? It would be like, I'm boss, I am now in control, I'm now uh, in command of everything in heaven and on earth. I'm king of kings, everything is beneath me. I have the power over everything and I have authority over everything. This is the spiritual reality at the resurrection of Christ. Jesus took back all the power, all the authority, and he is now in charge. But then we will have to begin to understand this spiritual reality in the light of our physical situations. And we then will look into the book of Acts, which we will study in six weeks' time, where Acts tells us how the apostles and how the disciples received this authority, lived 
this reality of Je- the authority of Jesus in the midst of the storms, in the persecution, what did this authority of Jesus mean when they were chased out of the synagogues, when they were tortured, when they were bullied, when they were persecuted? How did these disciples live out this reality in the context of their situation? And that's very exciting because in our day too, just because we have authority over all things, that Christ has authority over all things, doesn't mean that life will be easy. But by the same token, just because evil persists, just because evil people continue to resist God, to oppose the work that He is doing, doesn't mean that Jesus is not in charge. And we need then to understand the reality of the spirit of the spiritual realm where Jesus is in charge and all everything in heaven and on earth is beneath Jesus. And then how do we live in the context of our world today? I think that will be exciting because often we continue to struggle with resistance, with opposition, with evil that comes against us. How then do we hold on? And how then do we live out this reality that all authority in heaven and on earth belongs to Christ now? The second thought that we have is found then in verse 19, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Our role then is to know Jesus, to know what he has taught us, to recall all the truths, and then to begin living that out. We cannot know Jesus intellectually, uh, cognitively. We need to know Jesus in our hearts and in our lives. This means that it's not enough that we just know what he taught and like uh, sitting for our O levels and just knowing every question. But rather to know the truth of it, we have to live it out. You know that um, we have, we're changing the vision of the church to be this, to know Christ and to make him known. To know Christ is a continuing action. It is a lifestyle. It is an ethos that I hope and I pray that our church will embrace, that everyone, every congregant will want to, want to embrace or want to keep knowing Christ. It's not about attending classes. It's not just about even devotions. It's experiential. It's trial and error. It's learning to walk the way that Christ teaches us, failing, allowing Christ to pick us up, walking again, experimenting and knowing, discovering at the end of it all, that all that Jesus taught is true. And so I want my hope and my prayer for our church at Agape is that we will keep learning and knowing Christ as an adventure. As we do so, we also want to share that with others. It's like discovering that this works and being excited about it and telling someone else, hey, you know that when you do this, when you obey Christ in this way, it actually works and it's so exciting. Wanting others to learn as well. Because many of the things that Christ teaches us are counterintuitive 
and yet they hold so much truth in them. And as we discover more and more of the truth of what Jesus teaches us, of the efficacy of what Jesus teaches us, then we want to share it with others also and to tell them, hey, look, if you tried it this way, I know that it doesn't seem sensible, but if you tried it this way, you might find that it really works. Take, for example, forgiveness. Sometimes you hold on to unforgiveness because you're afraid of being hurt again. But if we learn from Jesus that it is important to forgive, and then we try it out and discover the freedom that forgiveness brings to us, or the meek will inherit the earth. Now, that sounds almost impossible, but when we begin to learn this and then realize how true it really is, we want to share it with someone else. We want others to know that this really works. And so the vision for our church will be to know Christ and to make Him known. I pray then that as we do so, as we find out more and more about who Christ is and what He has taught and how true His Word is, we will also naturally go out and tell others about it. It's not as much a command, a mandate that we got to do it, but rather that as we find out more and we find how exciting it is, then we want others to know it too. That's the second thought. The third thought is this. Surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. See, nobody, not even the apostles, can sustain a lifestyle of following Jesus on their own. If they were to try it, they would fail after a few years, after many persecutions or even several persecutions, they will give up. Because how does one hold in one's mind a reality that Jesus has all authority when the reality that you see on earth, the situation you see on earth is that Christians are persecuted, they are hunted down, they are discriminated against. How does one stand for Christ and continue to believe that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to Jesus? But if Jesus is always with them, if every moment of each day of every day Jesus continues to live not only with the disciples but in the disciples, that becomes a very different thing altogether. So we look forward to the book of Acts as we think about, as we read about Pentecost, about the pouring of the Holy Spirit into the lives of each of the disciples. The Holy Spirit is also known as the Spirit of Jesus as you discover in the book of Acts. Holy Spirit is the presence of Jesus, not only with them, but in them. And that is so exciting because that's where the power is. That's where knowing that all authority is with Jesus becomes true to us. And we begin to live that out. We begin to live out the things that Jesus has taught us. And we also want to share it with others. So these are the three thoughts. First, that Christ has, is in charge of everything. Second, despite what we see. Second, that the more we learn of Christ, the more we learn of what He teaches and the truth of what He teaches, the more excited we get and the more we want to share it with others. And third, 
This becomes possible with the outpouring or the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And so now then, what happens after this? Well, this is the last reflection on the book of Gospel of Matthew. I'm very sure many of you have are exhausted. I've heard feedback that, hey, we have gone too fast and you've forgotten. You haven't had time to reflect on the earlier things that we learned. Well, that's why we're taking a break. I am exhausted as well. And I'll be taking a break and resuming on May the 19th. The podcast then begins on Wednesday, May the 19th. But in these six weeks, uh, I'll continue the podcast for one more week till next Monday. I will still have the podcast. But it will not be on a study of any book of the Gospel. I will recap some of the exercises that I taught you at the beginning. I think that was a far more leisurely thing, like how to pray, how to remember Thanksgiving, how to pray for yourself, <clears throat> how to pray for others, even how to write a journal. So I'll be dealing with much lighter stuff and I hope then that as you follow for the next week, you also have time to rest, to reflect. Then after that, I'll stop the podcast altogether until the 19th of May. But I have will post on website readings for you. They will simply be reading one chapter of the book of Acts. So every day you read one chapter of the book of Acts and then to think about it, to write what reflections you have, perhaps even to remember some of the scenes I taught you how to visualize and I'll continue to encourage you to visualize these scenes. Have them in your mind. The days when you may not want to read so fast, you may want to instead keep continue reflecting on something that you read a day before, two, three days before. Please feel free to do that because this is the leisurely time. But I want you to prepare to understand the book of Acts and how God worked, how the presence of Jesus was with the disciples. Then in May, we will resume again our podcast on the book of Acts. In the, these intervening days also, you could not on, perhaps not only just read the book of Acts, but maybe go back to some of the things that you learned in the Gospel of Matthew. I hope you do that too and pick up some of the things that you may have missed. And you know, God, Jesus says that part of the role of the Holy Spirit is to bring back to our memory some of the things that we have learned from Jesus. So as you prayerfully reflect back on the Gospel of Matthew, you will also learn much. The Spirit, Holy Spirit will guide you into this. Now, I will also not be preaching for the next six weeks. Uh, we will have guest preachers, uh, and that's really exciting. No, it's not six weeks, it's seven weeks. Yeah, next seven weeks, we will have guest preachers preaching to us. And I hope that you will be very blessed by these preachers. So, that's it. Tomorrow, remember, I will again review some of the prayers that I taught you. I think it will be good for you to again spend time to reflect on ways in which we talk with God, ways in which we allow the Word of God to come back to us. It will be so much more relaxing and 
well, I'm going to enjoy myself. I hope you will as well. So then, for today, reflect on these three points. Reflect also what it means that Christ is alive. Let us pray. Father, we have learned much. We have gone through Gospel of Matthew and the life of the Son Jesus Christ intensively. And a lot of times we have already forgotten what these lessons were. But you say that your Holy Spirit will bring back to our minds and our memories the things that Jesus taught. And so we pray that in the coming days you will again remind us again and again of things that Jesus taught us and that as we put them into practice, as we experiment with it, as we say to ourselves, maybe this could be true, will you help us to find that everything that you have taught is so true because you are the God of life. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well then, have a blessed day today and enjoy yourself. Goodbye.